Welcome again, beloved saints of God. Welcome to today's message. And the topic for today is today's message is God, the Son. But before we get into this very important and powerful message, let us pray. Most kind, righteous, and everlasting Father, Lord, we give you thanks for another day, Lord. Another day to see, to be alive, to worship you, Lord God. We know that we were created to worship you, Lord Jesus, to lift up your name on high. That is our our job to worship you so my father we thank you for another day another day where we can ask for repentance another day where we can start over lord your mercies are new every morning so we give you thanks for new mercies today lord jesus new mercies my father we thank you you're such a great and mighty god and we give you all praise glory and honor to your precious name lord i pray that this message will awaken the spirit in your children my father and that they will know my father things that the enemy have been hiding from them so i pray that this message from this message seeds will spring forth my father and fruits we know that the harvest is ready my father but the laborers are few allow your children lord god to be laborers for your kingdom let your will be done my father glorify your own name lord jesus this is what i ask in your name amen so the topic for today is god the son right so this topic it speaks about Jesus as God, our Messiah. I like to say my Messiah as God, right? We know that he is God. So we're going to look in the Bible because saints of God, you need to realize that every problem that you face, everything that is happening in the world is in the Bible. Whatever problem that you're facing, you need to know that you can go to the Bible and it can give you knowledge on how to deal with your problems. This is what I want to pass on to you, guys. You need to know that everything that you're facing, every problems, whatever it is, it is in the Bible. This book was written by God. You know, the Holy Spirit moved upon the prophets and they, they wrote what was on the heart of God, you know. And so the Bible, our Father, He knows everything that we will go through, that we will face. And so the Bible is as everything, every problems that you're going through. You don't need to go to, to, to therapists or, or counseling from men. You don't need that. Everything is in the Bible. How would you go to, to, to a, a counselor? You're having problems, you need counseling. And those people, they don't even know how to manage their lives or to, 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 to take care of their problems, but yet you're spending money to go there. So you need to know that whatever problems that you're going through is in the, in the, in the Holy Bible. The Holy Bible needs to be your best friend. Don't rely on other people's don't rely on other people's relationship with God. That is not going to get you into heaven. You have to build your own relationship with God. 
you don't stand at the back and wave and say that oh i know jesus when he comes back he will not know you he will say depart from me so your best friend needs to be the bible you need to be in it every day the words are divine each day you read of them they are in your they're stored in your spirit and so they transform you slowly so your best friend should be the bible and we are going to look at the bible today of how it speaks about jesus being god right so god the son is the visible image of the invisible god right so we know that our god is a spirit right the, our messiah says god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth right so the visible the, the god the son is the visible image of the invisible god right by whom all things were created and all things consist right god the son is the is the lord he is the head of the church which is his body right we know that and it is in him that we receive reconciliation to god through the his blood on the cross so it is through god the son that we receive reconciliation to god the creator through god the son's blood that was shed on the cross right so this is a hard topic for many to accept today right most people they don't believe although they're church goers you know christians they don't believe that jesus is god they don't believe that right it is hard for them to accept even in the even in those times when our messiah walked the earth the pharisees they were upset they were hungry right because he, he he did not come out and say that but he gave you know like he gave clues right and he come he called god the father right his father which is his father so you know that if he says that he's the he's god's son of course he's god because god is his father right so the the pharisees they would get angry because he compared himself to god but you know our messiah once you read the bible and you get to know him you have a personal relationship with him you will know that he is so humble there's not a person on this earth that is humble you know like him so he's not going to come out and say things just say that because that's what we probably people wanted but it is not like that but he gave clues right to show you that if you study the bible he says search the scriptures and you will see glory to your name lord jesus he says search the scriptures and you will find him in there all throughout the bible it's all about him saints of god if you study the bible yes you will know search the scriptures and you will see all through before he walked the year before he came they were speaking about him the whole the scriptures all throughout the bible it speaks about him so people they you know christians they're hard it's very hard for them to accept this 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 reality this fact 
right? And if you don't accept it, if you don't believe, you'll not make it because he's the only way that you can be saved. And if you don't believe that he is God, only God saves. Come on, people. Only God saves. Only God can save. He is the only way that we can save. So he is God. You know, I have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Why can't people accept this? You know, this is hidden from most people. So we are going to look at it today, right? So if you don't accept this fact that he is God, right? He said that if you don't believe that I am he, you will, you will die in your sins, right? The Pharisees were angry. They, they, got, they got so angry when Christ hinted that he was God, right? Because they searched the Bible. But, you know, when you read the Bible, if God does not give you the understanding, you will not be able to understand. It is through the Holy Spirit that it gives you the understanding of the Bible. But the Pharisees, the religious spirits that they had in them that wasn't the holy spirit so when they read the, the bible you know they they came back with all sorts of different interpretation that was far from god that wasn't that's not even the intent of what they read you know because of the of the spirits that they had in them so when you have the holy spirit and you read you read the bible he will give you the knowledge that's why the Pharisees, they read the Bible, they knew everything, but they could not accept the fact that, you know, Jesus is God and they could not see him as the Messiah because they did not have the spirit of God in them, right? So they could not accept the fact. And today, even today, you have Christians who don't believe. Yes, they believe that Jesus is the son of God, but they can't see him as God, right? They believe that he died for their sins, but they don't, they don't believe that, you know, he is God. And the Bible clearly shows you, if you read the Bible, if you study the Bible, it shows you he's everywhere in there, even before he came on the earth. The prophets, the holy prophets of God, they spoke about him, right? So, if you believe that he's not he, um, Jesus is not God then you're just as the Pharisees right you are not you are no different from them right the Messiah says that except your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees you shall in, you shall know not enter into the kingdom of heaven that's what he says that except your righteousness exceeds the, that of the Pharisees and the scribes you cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven because they had a righteousness that was not of God. They were self-righteous and evil men, but yet they wanted people to worship them. They did not have a righteousness from God. So when you are, when God gives you that righteousness, you know, it is something that, you know, people can see and they can know, right? Because by, your, by their fruits, you shall know them, right? So we are going to, Look at the Bible, in the Bible, at how the Bible describes Jesus as God, right? So, 
we know that the Bible is the divine words of God and it and in it all things are found to help us right to convict us and to strengthen us that's why I said in the beginning that you need your friend your best friend needs to be your Bible you should be in there every day now we are going to go into the study of we are going to go to John 1 verse 1 and you know with with that you just you can just call this study you can just hand it right with John 1 verse 1 right and the word of God says in the beginning was the word we know that Jesus is the word our Messiah is the living word right we know that he is the word so when you make the Bible your best friend he is your friend because he's the word right so it says in the beginning was the word right and the word was with God right and the word was God that's it you can call this study complete it is <laughs> it is finished right because look the Bible clearly states that and I don't understand how people they're not seeing it's so simple it's not a big thing it's so simple it says in the beginning was the word we know that Jesus Christ he is the word he's the living word right and the word was with God right and the word was God saints of God if that is too hard for you to understand I don't know what is what will make you understand the same was in the beginning with God listen all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men right it says in verse 10 he was in the world glory to your name listen he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not you know you can call this study you can call a closing to this study because it, it basically says everything jesus is the living word we know that and the bible says that he in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god they're telling you here because our god our creator he know that people will have a have a hard time accepting that i don't know why they have a hard time accepting only god can save you if he wasn't god how could he save you he's the only he's the savior of the world why right how could you not understand um that he is god why do you have a hard time accepting that right so john 1 verse 1 jesus is the living word john 1 verse verse 14 and the word of god says and the word and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us glory and we beheld his glory the glory has of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth right jesus is the living word all right we're going to look at first john 5 verse 20. let's see first john 5 verse 20. first john 5 verse 20. and we know because 
this is speak it this first John 5 verse 20 this is speaking about Jesus as the only way to heaven right throughout the Bible it speaks that only Jesus can save right and it says that and we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us an understanding that we may know that that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true even in his son jesus christ there is the true god and eternal life so here it is saying that in jesus christ there this he is the true god and eternal life so here the the, the, the bible is speaking about jesus as the only way we can get to heaven so he, it says that he is the true god and in him you have eternal life so we know that in jesus christ we have eternal life you have to believe on him you have to believe that he came he died he rose is at the the right and is seated at the right hand throne of god and he's coming back you have to believe that it's only through him that we can be saved it is it is his blood that was shed on the cross that can bring us back to God the creator because sin happened the fall of mankind happened and we were separated from the cre- our creator right and we know that he is so holy that you cannot we cannot go in his presence but because of the blood of his son his only begotten son we are washed under his blood so we can go forth in his presence and we can ask because he sees the son, the blood of his son on us that's why we can you know we can go up we can approach the throne of grace because we are covered in the blood of our messiah that's why we cannot go just like that because we're not we're not we're we're separated from him but once we choose christ he is in our hearts we have the holy spirit we have the blood covered on us you know we can stand in the presence of the our uncreated god right so you have to understand this thing saints that it is only through christ that you can be saved and it is only god that saves so you have to understand this right so we are going to look at this is my favorite one all right we are going to look at john 8 verse 57 to 58 this is my favorite 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 i like <laughs> i like this this part all right john 8 verse 57 to 58 all right all right here it is and All right, we're going to read from verse 55. Right, the word of God says, Yet, all right, 54. Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my, if I honor myself, 
if I, sorry about that, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honoreth me, of whom he say that he is your God. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him and keep his saying, right? Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad, right? Now, listen to the, 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 the Pharisees. The, the, they said, then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and, uh, and hast thou seen Abraham? That's what they're asking, right? Or Messiah replied and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Now, most of you, you're not going to understand this part, right? We know that our uncreated God, his name is I am that I am. Glory, glory, glory to your name. So we are going to go to Exodus, right? Now, Jesus said this in John. We are going to go. Remember, he says that before Abraham was, I am. We are going to go to Exodus 3, verse 14 to 15. And this seals the deal. Now, if people ask you outside, you just give them this one, this, 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 just this, and they'll, they'll, they'll stop. <laughs> so we are going to go to Exodus 3, verse 14 to 15. And the word of God says... And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am sent, had sent me unto you. Right? Now here Jesus is saying that before Abraham was, I am. Glory to your name. So here God is telling Moses that his name is he, he is. When, when the children of Israel ask who had sent him, he should say, I am had sent you glory. So here, Jesus, you know, the Pharisees, you know, if they truly believe the Bible and, and know and search it, they will see him here because he says, before Abraham was, I am. Right? He is saying, I am for them to know that he is that he gave Moses the, his name, that he, his name is I am. Glory to your name. So there is a connection there. But they don't know this they, because they don't have the spirit of God in them. They, they cannot understand the words of God. And so here he is clearly telling them that he is God, but they did not know it. Our Messiah, everything that he did on this earth, everything pointed to his father to the kingdom nothing that he did was just for doing everything had a purpose every single thing that he did on this earth had a purpose everything if you study the bible you will know there are times when people ask him questions he would write do you think that he just wanted to write no everything that he did it has meaning to it so saints you have to study the bible and get to know him he's a He's a wonderful, he's so wonderful, I'm telling you. So Exodus 3, verse 14 to 15, 
And John 8, verse 57 to 58, the Bible tells you that G- God is, Jesus is, I am, right? And we know that that is his name. So he says, the Bible says that, and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And in and John um, 8, verse 57 to 58, Jesus told them that before Abraham was, I am. Do you see the picture that he, 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 oh, oh, he said it? If you don't have the Spirit of God, you cannot understand it because he did not come out and say it plainly. But you have to know. That's how he is. He's not going to just come out and tell you like that. But he, says, he, he, he said it in a way where, you know, you have to think about it. Because who said I am in the Bible? Only God. Right? Only God said that. So he is God. Right? The first and the last. Right? So we are going to go to Revelations 1 verse 17 to 18. This is meal, saints. When you're finished, you should, when this message is finished, you know, when you finish listening to this message, you will be filled. This is meal, okay? This is food. Revelations 1, verse 17 to 18. Right? And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, for I am the first and the last. Glory to your name, Jesus. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Right? So here he is telling John that he is the first and the last. Right? Now we are going to go to Isaiah. Isaiah speaks about him. So you have to search the whole testament. Our Messiah is all throughout the Old Testament, saints of God. You have to know this. He's all throughout. You have to search the scriptures and you will find him in there. Isaiah. We're going to Isaiah 44, verse 6. Let's see, let's see what the prophet of God says. Right? Isaiah 44. And the word of God that says, Thus said the Lord, the King of Israel, glory to your name, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and I am the last, and besides me there is no God. <sighs> this is a fi- I feel I feel the Holy Spirit right now so powerful, so strong. Is this message is so anointed? You know, when you get these messages, saints, you should share them with people, share them with your loved ones, allow them to to partake of the these messages. This has these messages. They have power. You know, they they will help you. Don't be selfish with the word of God. When you have a, a, a something that is powerful and has helped you, you share them with someone else, right? Look what the prophet says. That's why our Messiah says that we should, we should search the scripture because he's right throughout, he's there. 
Isaiah the prophet, he says that, it is the Bible says in Isaiah 44 verse 6, it says, Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, who is the King of Israel, our Messiah, right? And is, and is Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first, and I am the last, and besides me there is no God. Glory to your name, my Messiah. Now, in Revelations, it speaks about it. We are going to go there again. Revelations 1, verse 17 to 18, right? This is so good. You know, and when John saw him, he fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last, right? I am, I am he, see, even the he saying, I am again, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death, right, so we know that Jesus is the living word, right, and we know that the word, John speaks about it, the word was God, right? The word is God, right? Jesus is the only way to heaven. And Jesus, he, he says that he, Jesus is the I am that I am. And we know that he is the first and the last. And we are going to look at only God, that only God can be worshipped. So we are going to go in the Bible and see where they worship Jesus. Now we are going to Matthew 2 verse 1 to 2 it speaks about Jesus as a baby right let's go and see Matthew 2 verse 1 to 2 now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king behold there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem right saying where is he that is born king of the jews for we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him so we know that we cannot worship any anything any the only person that we are supposed to worship is god anything besides him is idols idolatry so here the bible is saying that he is the king right the king of the jews and they have come to worship him so here even as a baby they have come they're showing that he is god because they're worshiping him we are going to go to matthew 28 verse 8 to 9 and i i i, I the church they don't teach about these things you know they don't teach about these things right he says, And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell the disciples, Behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. So they fell at his feet and worshipped him. Why? Because he is God. He is their Savior. He died and he rose and they were so they were so glad that they fell at his feet and worship right you know when you're in the presence of god and you when you're in the presence of god and you are crying and you you it's like when you surrender on your knees you're falling at the feet of jesus crying washing his feet with your tears that's what happens in the spirit when you're in his presence 
if you've ever been that broken in the presence of God, you're actually at his feet washing his feet with your tears. That's what is happening. I've done that a lot of times because I've been so broken throughout my life. But when you are broken in his presence, that's what he wants. When you are broken in his presence, then when you are so weak, that is when he becomes strong. So when he strengthens you, that is not your strength. That is his strength. So through your weakness, he is made strong because there's an opportunity for him to show you is strength because you are weak you're dependent on him you there's you know there's no power left in you to fight and so when you go before his his presence and you're so weak you're so broken you're so battered you're so burdened and when you cry out to him and when you leave this presence you feel a different strength you feel clear you feel light that is his strength that is not your strength so it is through our weakness that he is made strong because we can see and know that that is not our strength there's a peace that is him so with our weakness in our weakness he is made strong because you rely on his strength so that's what that means and you need to rely on his strength more right he says those who are heavy laden with burdens come he will give you rest if you're having a hard time in your life he is there there there's no need to have burdens on your shoulders he our messiah he 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 bore all our burdens our sickness our diseases on on the cross he nailed them he's he's in heaven why should you have burdens on your shoulders Go to him and he will give you rest, his rest, his peace, his joy. You know, he's such a mighty and powerful God and he deserves to be praised. Every waking moment, we should be praising him just as how the angels praise him in heaven. That's how we should be praising God down here. But we are so busy with everything, praising the devil instead of him right every waking moment we should be praising him exalting his name re-talking about him singing songs to him doing his work lifting up his name on high and then when people say things we, we 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 point them to the bible to the truth because we know him and we know because he has revealed himself to us Ask him if you don't know him. Ask him to reveal himself to you. Ask him to have an encounter with you. That's the prayer that I prayed. And he did show up. And I'm telling you, his presence, saints, if you, you cannot stand in his presence, the glory and the peace and the power that is around him, our human, cannot, our human flesh, we cannot stand it. We tremble. We cry. We tremble like leaf. The flesh, your body will tremble like leaf because the flesh understands, even the flesh knows that he is in the presence of the Messiah. You tremble when you're in his presence. You fall down because you know you're not worthy to stand up to him. But just as how John, he fell down, he's not, he will come and he'll touch you. Just as how we did with John in Revelations and he said, fear not. 
I am the first and the last. You see how gentle he is. He's so powerful and so mighty, but yet there's a gentleness with him. The Bible speaks in Revelation that when, you see, when, when John fell down at his feet, he touched him and said, fear not, I am the first and the last. So our Messiah is so mighty and so powerful, but he's so gentle. He's so gentle. Right? But we know that he's coming back with fire, with wrath because of this evil generation. Those who have rebelled and trampled upon his love and his grace. Don't be in the crowd. Don't, be, don't follow this world to hell. This world is going straight to hell. It is. This, world, this entire world is going straight to hell. Be separate. Be set apart. Don't, you don't want to face the judgment of God. Please get yourself right. And worship Him. Because He loves you so much. Everything that you have done in your life. He, that was thrown on His shoulders. He had to bear. He, he never sinned. But yet, He became a curse for us. They, they plaited thorns on his head to mock that he's a king. And we know that thorns, they come from the ground. Why? The Lord God, the, our creator, he cursed the ground for, because Adam obeyed his wife. And we know that thorns and thistles come from the ground because it was cursed. And we know that they plaited a crown of thorns on our Messiah head because he, he, he became a curse for us. You need to read the Bible and understand and seek him. Seek his face. He's there. He's knocking. And if you open your heart, you will come in and he will dine with you, he will sup with you. That's what he says. Now is not the time to be running down life. Life is passing by. You're not guaranteed another day. So make today wise. Use it wisely. Use it wisely to secure your salvation. Don't use it to do nonsense. Use it wisely to, to secure your salvation. Use it wisely to secure your salvation. So I hope that this message blesses your hearts. I know that this message will bless your hearts. And please share it with your loved ones so that they too can partake of it and they, that their lives can be saved when you are firm in christ and you know you don't want you don't want you want your your family members to be saved you don't want them to go to hell share the messages with your with your loved ones or your close friends and allow them to know and to get to study the bible more and so that they too can be saved so may the god of the bible bless you eternally in Jesus' name, amen.